welcome to Slow and Not Steady with your host today, Elizabeth. Hey y'all, in honor of Mother's Day, I will be discussing my story into motherhood and a few things that I've learned on my journey being a mom. Y'all, if somebody would have told me a couple of years ago that I would be celebrating my very first Mother's Day this year at the ripe and tender age of 22, I would literally laugh in their face and tell them that they were lying. I would not have believed it. I still remember the day that I found out I was pregnant, still remember taking the test and like swearing up and down it was a false positive. Newsflash, rarely do false positives happen and it most definitely did not happen in my case calling my sister up mind you my sister was in the hospital herself because she just had my niece talking about some margie i'm pregnant like bawling my eyes out and she's just over here just like girl figure out what it is that you want to do i mean she said it more nicer than that but i was just like figure out what it is you want to do don't say much about it now just you know process it and nine months later nine ten months later hold and behold i had my little baby boy If I'm being completely honest with you, nothing prepares you for being a mom. Nothing prepares you for being a parent, period. Like the whole thing in general is very interesting. Y'all, and if you hear little noises, it's just my niece. She's sitting here next to me as I'm recording, even though she's supposed to be taking a nap. But you know, I digress. But like I said, nothing prepares you for motherhood. Um, you, nothing literally does. And it's a very interesting thing because you have to be mindful, right? The whole entirety of the process, you have to be mindful from when the baby's growing in your room to, you know, leading up to when you're about to give birth to, um, you know, actually giving birth in the first couple months and then next, you know, the years when it's you and your baby. I know, for instance, for me, my pregnancy wasn't the most ideal, right? Me and my child's father, we weren't necessarily seeing eye to eye upon things. And it was, I'll call it for what it was. It was most definitely a mess. I ended up leaving the state. We didn't, we were not talking to each other. Like I said, overall, it was just really bad. But I do know, despite what was going on, I made sure that I had to keep like a positive psyche, a positive mental, you know, not even just positive, but really deep diving into who Elizabeth is. What type of person does Elizabeth want to be when she does finally have this child? What type of parent does she want to be? Healing. So I don't foster and harbor resentment towards my unborn child because my child, our child is like part me, part him. So the entire pregnancy, that's most definitely what I was dealing with, working with, you know, um healing through and i would say that huh what would i say i would say that that was a difficult <laughs> point of my life but it was also one of the most rewarding parts of my life because i it really just sat me down and had me in a space where I'm really pouring into myself and I'm deep diving in 
What are my traumas? What are my triggers? Why did I attract what I attract? Why did I stay longer than what I needed to do? You know, just different stuff like that. It really gave me the moment to sit down and really reevaluate. It's so easy in this life to go on ahead and blame other people for the situations that we're in. But I really had to, you know, step back and be accountable for my actions in the situations that I was in. Because ultimately, it's like, if I'm going to be bringing a child into this world, what will I be teaching them if I can't even be accountable? But enough about that. <laughs> we're not here to really talk about my pregnancy. That might be another topic for another day. But we're here to talk about motherhood. Something that was difficult for me was I had really bad postpartum, right? I had postpartum depression. Never went to the doctor, never got diagnosed for it because, you know, you know, I mean, either you know or you don't. But as Black people, well, for me personally, I did not really necessarily trust the doctors. And I did not feel, I was scared that, like, hey, if I tell them I'm going through postpartum depression, like, I don't know, I was just expecting the worst, but I had really bad postpartum depression. And if I'm honest with y'all, I did not probably start feeling any emotional connection or love towards my child until maybe it was after four months, right? And it's this whole entire time, my hormones are like going crazy. I'm just trying to figure this out. My newborn just crying and I'm over here just like, I don't know what's going on. Nothing can prepare you for it. And I honestly think back to the newborn stages. I think that was one of the hardest times. It's simple now. I think it's smooth sailing. But I know when I first started, it was most definitely difficult. And I don't know. I keep saying that, but I don't know if anything prepares you for it. But I'm thankful for this motherhood journey because it's really been teaching me a lot right? I'm so happy where I am now. I absolutely adore my son and my niece. And it was funny because I was just looking at him the other day. Um, I don't know what we were doing. I think we were dancing or something. And I and running through my head, I was just like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to make the world like the best place ever for him because he deserves to live in a good world. Y'all, I'm over here talking about some in my head. I'm like, okay, I got to find a way to end global warming, make sure there's no more wars. And my delusional self is like, yeah, I could truly do it because my son deserves a world that is free of chaos. And I'm over here like, no, I'm gonna figure out a way to make sure that my son lives in like a perfect world and blah, 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 blah. And I just thought it was funny. And I also thought it was a very beautiful moment because once you do have a child, it's no longer you. And it's really just like, okay, everything that I do now, moving forward, I want to make sure that I'm pushing the narrative forward. I want to make sure that I'm allowing this child to have opportunities that I may not have had when I was younger, right? And it's a different type of battery in your back. It's a different type of level to know that, okay, hey, that there are eyes on you. There's someone looking up to you. There's someone that's going to be seeing what it is that you're doing and how you care yourself. And as a result, that's going to you know, kind of shape the type of person that they grew up to be. And something that I've learned was to not connect myself with the type of person, whoever it is that my son grows up and decides that he wants to be. It's constantly reminding myself that my son is his own person, right? And he's not my little project. He's not 
I don't own him. He is his own person. He has his own autonomy. Yes, he's a baby right now. And I'm very much heavy on the guidance because he relies on me for a lot of things. But just knowing and having it set in my head that I do not own him, right? That he will be entitled to his own feelings, that he will be entitled to his own emotions, and he'll have his own types of experiences. And not, I would say... not projecting the type of person that I will want my child to be onto him and letting him become his own person. I think one of the most important things that you can do as a parent is to not put your expectations or to project the type of individual you want your child to grow up to be and just fully accept them for the type of person that they are. For me, my parenthood goals is if I raise a son who is compassionate, empathetic, who is overall just a good person, I did my job. I'm not going to push on him like, oh, you need to be like a doctor. You need to be an engineer. You need to No, what all I want from him is for him to be a good person and to live his life unapologetically himself to help others you know, to help his loved ones, to be, to kind of be the light in the world where there's already darkness. That would be the only expectation that I have of him. And something that I say, I I feel like it may sometimes sound a little counter because I am a mother, but I always tell my friends when I was like, oh yeah, I want a baby. I want, I'm just like, wait, make sure, just wait, just wait. My advice to young women is until you live a life where you feel as if you did absolutely every single thing that you wanted to do, don't have a child. And not because, I'm not saying that because not having a kid is not, like having a child is not a beautiful thing. It is an extremely beautiful thing, but it is very time consuming, right? And sometimes we as women, we aren't necessarily encouraged to go out and explore and live our lives. And, you know, it's very much the um, narrative of, you know, you live your life, grow up, get married, have a family, that's it. But they fail to mention the in-between stages. And I think the in-between stages are very important um, in order not to resent, you know, have resentment towards your family or, you know, your your child or other case may be, and not feel as if your child is holding you back from becoming the person that you want to be or having certain experiences that you may want. Granted, did I actually feel like that? Did I feel held back? Huh? I don't think, I actually, I cannot remember y'all. Like I said, I don't really necessarily remember the time when I was going through postpartum, but I do know, I think for, yes, Al, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I remember. There was a point in time where I felt as if because I was a mother, I couldn't do certain things, right? Like I was wanting to go to medical school. I was wanting to do like all, I just had a very limiting mindset and limiting belief because I was like, how am I supposed to be able to do this? I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. And I don't have that mindset no more, thank God. But it it could get difficult. So I do believe, I think I do think that it's best for women to, <laughs> you know, just really explore yourself. Explore what you like, explore what you don't like, you know, go out, travel, do all those things without any, you know, without anything, anyone or any responsibilities tying you down. Be selfish. Because being a mother is 
one of the most selfless things that you can do, right? I can't be selfish when it comes to my child. I can't. And people who have children, they're no longer allowed to be selfish. So I just think people should explore all that is that they want to and have their selfish season. Make sure you get that selfish season out and then go on ahead and have a child. Yeah, that's what I think. But y'all, is what there are days where I'm just like looking at my son and I'm just like, wow, I'm really your mom. Like me. And I always make a joke, like, oh, they just let anyone be mothers these days. But it's so shocking. And you think it would, you know, be in my head at one year and some change, like, oh, I have a child, I'm a mom. But it's still till this day, I have moments where I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm actually a mom. And I really do believe, and I am thankful for this experience because I could kind of see in the lens of, you never really know what your parents put into raising you. You never know how much work it is, how much sacrifices that they made. And I would say that this opportunity and this experience really helped me see like, wow, my mother really did a lot, you know? My parents, they really did a lot and I'm thankful for them, right? So that's just a little bit about my motherhood story <laughs> and my motherhood journey. And to the mothers out there in the same age range as me, I never want y'all to feel as if you can't do everything it is that you wanna do just because you have a child. Baby, having a baby don't stop. And I mean, yeah, things might be a little bit tougher, but whenever you do finally get into the natural swing of things, y'all, your life can still go on. Oh, oh, sorry, tangent, very, very important. Do not, do not, do not, do not wrap up your entire identity in motherhood. What? What? Now that, that was something that was very, very, very vital and important for me to learn. The reason why I had the limiting belief that because I'm a mom, I'm not able to accomplish X, Y, Z is because I was wrapping up my whole entire identity into me just being a mother. I wasn't making space or I did not allow space for the Elizabeth who's 22, the Elizabeth who is a student, the Elizabeth who's a mom, the Elizabeth who likes to enjoy herself and go out and travel. I was not allowing each one of those personalities of myself to be expressed. I was only allowing one personality to be expressed and I was a motherhood. I would feel guilty. I mean, that's something I'm still working on today. I would feel guilty about, oh my gosh, I want to go out. I need some time for myself versus, oh, but I need to be at home. But it's like, yeah, I know he has someone to watch him, but still it should be, you know, just feeling guilt and just trying to find and developing a certain type of balance within life. Because if there's anything, children are not, you need to have a balance in life. You need to have your you time, you need to have your work time, you need to have your time with your children or whatever the case may be. And you just most definitely need to have overall that relaxation time. You need to have balance. And that's easier said than done, but I will say that Becoming a mom, I really learned that, yes, although I pour into my children or my child or whatever, I consider my niece my kid too. But even though like I pour in my children, I need to also pour in myself too. 
because they are looking to me for guidance. They're looking for me to care. They're looking for me for support. They're looking at me to nurture them. So I cannot nurture these little humans. If me, the big human, I'm not nurtured myself. I can't nurture them from an empty place. I can't nurture them if my cup or my, you know, love tank or my self care tank is not filled up myself. And I'll leave it on the most important thing that I would say that I learned from this motherhood journey. <clears throat> in order to take care of these kids the best way that I can, and in order to be the absolute best mother that I want to be, I need to take care of myself first. I need to make sure I'm okay first. I need to pour into me first. And as selfish as it may sound, actually, it may not actually sound selfish, but what I see myself as is like kind of the, the reservoir. I'm the one full of water. And because of the water that I'm full with, I am able to sustain the life around me because I have that water. If I am so focused on sustaining, 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 giving, 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 pouring, pouring, pouring out, eventually the reservoir is going to be empty. And as a result of the reservoir being empty, then I will not be able, thank you, my love. And as a result of the reservoir being empty, I will not be able to do what it is necessary, which is sustaining the life around me, sustaining the plants, the animals, whatever the case may be, because I'll dry out. So that is why it's so important not to, I would say, center your whole identity around being a mother and motherhood. Because I feel like once you do that, you can fall subject or it falls into a little trap of not, you know, replenishing the reservoir or not replenishing yourself because you are so much on go, 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 go. I'm a mom. I need to do X, Y, Z. So that was something, I guess, a little different. Um, just some things that I've learned about motherhood and my a little bit about my motherhood journey. Just like to say thank y'all for tuning in and much love.